Support for JKI comes from MailKimp. More than 7 million businesses around the world use MailKimp to deliver emails, newsletters, and deliver high fives. MailKimp, send better email. I use MailKimp. Okay, there are two police two officers, officers walking of into the, the dungeon peace. right now. Hey, officers. Hello, sir. Are you Brian S. Kratz? Previously, I'm just kicking it. It's almost as if she was in the middle of cooking something. Right. And somebody just, uh, somehow she disappeared. Introducing eye juice. No, it's not juice made from eyes. It's juice you pour into your eye. Yeah, because I think some dark things in the shower. Uh, I don't even know what Amanda does around here. Sometimes I think if she went missing and was never heard from again, I'd be okay with it. And I think everyone else would be too. This is a Global Telling prepaid call from Kratz, an inmate at the East Los Feliz Correctional Facility. From the Scott Norwood Memorial Studios and Spraja Family Vineyards, it's Just Kicking It with Josh and Kratz, one podcast told kick by kick. I'm Josh. A Nation Confused, a podcast afraid. An assistant, I mean associate producer, still missing. What does prison do to a man, especially a man on the edge? Does the darkness merely stay inside, or does it rise? Grats, you there? How you holding up? Heyo! Hey, man, how you doing? I am great. In prison, but turns out prison's pretty great. Uh, that's that's uh, uh, good to hear. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm calling from a payphone. Can you... Is it, does it sound all right? Hello? Can you hear me? Hey. Can hey, you hear sir, me? I'm calling from a payphone. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I heard that. No, There's just ahead. like kind of a little bit of a delay on it, yeah. so we'll have to sort of take Why turns. You, go? Oh, you there? Uh, yeah. Kratz. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to be quiet for like 10 seconds, so you just okay, say whatever. I'm just going to let you go. Okay, okay, so you I'll said go, that you were I'll, in I'll prison? Just go then. Okay. Are you Uh yeah. So You're it, in prison? Yeah, I was saying how I'm in prison. Uh so you know the last time that our listeners uh heard you were being taken away in handcuffs and we were a little bit confused as to what was happening. Now, are you being charged with a crime at this time? What's going on? You said I couldn't come to the arraignment. You yeah, have was, representation. Talk to us. That was scary. And then I got arrested there. Uh, yeah, turns out I am arrested uh, for something about the disappearance of Amanda. Uh, you know, I sort of glaze over when any figure of authority is talking to me, but it's not good. Uh, oh, hey, let me ask you. Amanda's not there, is she? No, no, she's still missing, bud. Okay. Really solved everything. Uh, yeah, so I'm representing myself. Okay, uh, is that a g- good idea? I mean, why you don't have any sort of law degree, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Uh, it seems like a good idea. You know, you don't have to deal with any lawyers. That's, they're always annoying. Yeah, but they're annoying, but they sort of know the law, and you sort of being arrested for no reason, it seems like you need a lawyer pretty bad. I think I can handle it. All right. Uh, how are you adjusting on the inside? Now, it's been about two weeks. You've been in there. You were there through week nine and week ten. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I'm adjusting all right. There's a lot of great guys in here. Uh, I, uh, I joined a gang. Uh, okay. You have to do. You got to join a gang. When makes you sense. Okay. You know, in prison, everyone goes with their own kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found some guys I get along with. Sure. Uh, some iJuice drinkers. Oh, boy. The iJuice goes a long way in here, let me tell you. Uh, it's, my gang is, uh, we're called the Hashtags. Okay, I don't understand. Uh, we like, we, you know, you know how everyone mixes with their own kind. What we do is like, we'll be like, oh, there's the hashtag blacks. Right. You know, or uh, hashtag uh, Native Americans. You okay. Know? It's, we're just a group you're, of... You're a racist organization? Uh, no, we're a very multicultural group. Uh, just guys who like categorizing things. Um, but, you know, there's stuff to do. There's board games. I got a good checkers game going every day. Wednesdays are yoga. Sure. Uh, all in all, it's like kind of like being at home, except three square meals a day, great health care. That's good. Yeah. It's almost like, I don't know if I want to get out of here, you know? Okay, but I, I mean, mean I we sort of like you out of here, yeah, yeah so that you could great. do the show. I mean, just kind of putting all this together by myself. As far as having my freedoms, yeah, it would be nice to leave. But I don't know if I'm going to... Apparently, my prints are all over everything in Amanda's. So. Yeah, that wasn't that smart to kind of cut through that caution tape, Kratz. Right, but I wanted to know if she was there, and I couldn't trust the police. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, if all goes to plan... Okay, no, Kratz, don't talk about that. You realize this is being recorded. Yeah, for the podcast. No, no, it's being recorded by the state as well. So you have for to be which care- state? This, for the state of California, Kratz. This the is all admissible in the court. comedy group, the state? No, that's a di- Thomas Lennon is a revelation. But the point is, uh, if you keep saying things like this. Well, I won't say anything else, but uh, let's start out of here. Okay, <laughs> it said, I specifically said don't say anything I else. I got one of the with the handicapped toilets if you catch them in draft. Please don't say anything else. Okay. For your own safety. Uh, Shall we get into some kicking news? I don't know Xander how... Xander there? Yeah, Xander's here. Everybody's here. I mean, we did the whole opening and all that stuff, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay. I coordinated it. Yeah, I got the rundown in the email. How do you have Wi-Fi in there? Oh, well, yeah, they give everyone a laptop when you walk in. What kind of prison is this? Uh, the East Los Feliz prison. <laughs> God, the elf. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it sounds like you're really fitting in. Uh, that's good to know. I'm glad that you have friends. I'm glad you're not lonely in there because that's something I think about a lot, loneliness. Oh, no, not lonely. I don't have a cellmate, but uh, I am friends with everyone here. And the guards. The guards are real nice. There's a guy, Tito. He's standing right next to me right now making sure I don't run out of quarters. Oh, say hi to him. Now, you have to have quarters in there? I don't understand why. Yeah, because it's a payphone, so every 10 minutes i got to put another quarter in. Okay, that's very odd. Usually, so, uh, he just gives me a quarter. He's got one of those arcade belts. Let's talk a little uh, kicking news, Kratz. Let's you know? do the news. Got to normalize this podcast a little bit. Sure. Uh, now, I don't know how we're going to do this, because obviously you've been inside for the last two weeks. Uh, I have tried to keep up on the game, so I guess do your very best to follow along here. But first, I want to start off with... Blair Walsh, uh, news coming through yeah. on the AP that he was cut just a couple of days ago by the Minnesota Vikings. Looks like uh, old Walsh is going to be calling it a career. 
Yeah, that is big news. Uh, there's a couple guys in here from Minnesota who are devastated. The Walsh brothers, we call them. On right. account of their last name being Walsh, but also yeah, they love sense. Blair Walsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, shocked at all that this happened. Uh, you've been watching his performances. He has missed several extra points. He's missed some easy kicks. And, of course, uh, in the playoff game in Seattle, the wild card game, I don't remember uh, the stats and situation exactly, but I believe there was 22 seconds left. It was a 27-yarder. It was 8 degrees, and he missed wide right. Well, fans of the show know I do not watch playoffs football, but I will say I've been watching Blair Walsh this year, and I do not blame him for his performance. I think he's still one of the best kickers in the league. Since it's the last time that we may speak of Blair Walsh, I wondered if you'd permit me to tell a short story. You're going to tell the Blair Walsh story? Yeah, I thought I would. You've told it on the podcast three times already. Yeah, I know, it's the last time he might be out of football forever. Okay. So, uh, the year was 2002. I attended uh, Syracuse Community College, a.k.a. Cuse Community College, a.k.a. KKK. And uh, I took a little trip to the Carousel Mall. Sure. Uh, I was looking for a pair of fresh white Adidas uh, uh, sneakers, walked into the Foot Locker, and a gentleman by the name of Blair outfitted me uh, in not a pair of Adidas, but in fact a pair of lightweight kicking cleats. I said, sir, I don't need these. Uh, I don't participate in athletics and never have in my entire life. But Not, not the, once now, have you played a sporting game. No, I've never played a sporting game in little my league, life. Little League, you never played Little League? No, I, I, was, I, I bruise easily and I'm a hemophiliac. Gym class? Never played gym class. I don't know why I'm asking these questions. I've already heard this story. So he outfits me in a cleat. I walk out of there, the happiest boy who ever lived. Even though I don't participate in athletics, the feel of that cleat on my foot uh, really inspired me to uh, get into kicking, um, to become a student of kicking, and eventually it led to my entire career. Now, several years later, Denny Green, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, walked into that very footlocker. He's got a lot of family in upstate New York. And he was looking for a pair of Reeboks. And at the time, uh, Blairman Walsh, who was 19 years of age, had a quad injury. He was stretching it um, by swinging his leg around in a kicking-type motion. Danny Green sees this guy, and he says, I'm going to make you a star. And wow. that's how, yeah, that's how Blair Walsh was discovered. And I just mention it because I hope Blair Walsh goes back to doing what he loves uh, after this is all over. And that's working at a footlocker putting cleats on America's youth and building the next generation of great kicking fans. I've heard that story three times, four times now. That's the best it's ever been. Let's move on with the kicking news. I want to talk a little bit about, uh, I want to just touch on some games here. We, we don't have time for all of them, obviously. Sure. But how about Rams-Jets in Week 10? Mm-hmm. What a kicker's battle. It was Greg the Leg versus Nick Folk. Greg the Leg... Gets three field goals. Folk gets two. Nine to six final uh, um, score. That is not what happened in that game. It was not a kicker's battle. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but. Well, uh, Kratz, let's maybe trust the guy who watched the games. Uh, what do you mean? We get the games here. You get. You can watch NFL football in prison? Oh, yeah. We all watch. I mean, that's what we do on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. We got eight flat screens. You got eight flat screen. That's what our taxpayer money is going to eight flat screen TVs. But you don't catch every kick. Maybe your taxpayer money. I fans of the show know I do not pay taxes. 
Uh, yeah, we have each game on, then we got Kick Zone and Red Zone and Fantasy Zone. You have Kick Zone? Yep. Kick and Zone, I, get in I the said, zone, never miss a kick, you have Kick Zone. As soon as I got here, it's like, guys, don't get Kick Zone on my behalf. They say, bro, we already got it. Now, what they did do for me is they did bring in a ninth flat screen and they keep King of Queens on it at all times. That's, you do you know, even have King of Queens? Yeah, so I saw the game. And it was not a kicker's battle. Uh, Greg, the leg friend of the show, did kick three beautiful field goals to win the game for the Rams. But the Jets did not have any solid kicks. I uh, I have to apologize to my listeners. Uh, I I was uh, faking it uh, as my black and white uh, television that sits in the corner of my one-bedroom apartment actually didn't get this game. Uh, it picked up the Canadian feed, and I watched three hours of moose hunting. Oh, how was that? Enrapturing. Sure. Uh, I will say, just takeaways from the Rams-Jets game. Nick Volk missed a point after the touchdown. Ooh, is he the next Walsh? Again, I stand by Walsh being one of the best kickers in the league. All washed up. That's what I say about Folk. Based on form alone. One of the best kickers out there. He should be owned in every league. Let me share the statistic with you. I was just reading it on ProKicker.com. Did you know that Greg the Leg... Friend of the show. 52nd most accurate kicker in NFL history. Well, isn't that something? Just thought I'd share that with you. That about covers kicker news. Uh, let's take a break, and when we come back, let's go into the jail bag. That's prisoners uh, with their questions for the segment. show, courtesy of Brian S. Kratz in jail. We'll That's be right, right back. America, land of the free, home of the brave. But you don't have to be either to enjoy the perfect bottle from Spraja Family Vineyards. Introducing Flush a bold, full-bodied toilet wine for the incarcerated in us all. The country may be divided, but no monster can keep Americans apart from alcohol. So when you're feeling behind bars, reach for Spraja. Spraja. Let's get drunk. And we're back. Kratz, are you there? Yep. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I can. You don't have to ask every time. Uh, I just did an ad, and now we're gonna go in. Oh, what ad did you read? It was a Spraja ad. It was for uh, sure. Flush, their new uh, toilet oh, yeah. one. Yeah, we use Flush here. Yeah. Oh well, that's good to hear. It's good stuff. It's fantastic. Thank you, Spraja, for sponsoring us. And with that in mind, let's go into the jail bag. All right, the jail bag, and brand new segment uh, on account of me being in jail. This is a little like the mailbag. Except it's questions we got from fellow jailbirds. Sure. Many guys here are fans of the show. As soon as they heard I would be recording a podcast, right. they said, hey, we got some questions for you. And I said, oh, like the mailbag? And then they said, yeah, but you should call it jailbag. And then I said, I'm going to take credit for that. And then I said, we should call it jailbag. And then you can just edit that part in to the other part. So it sounds like I came up with you it. You got that, Xander? He's shaking his head yes. Uh, okay. Now, just so everybody knows, I don't have these in front of me. These are coming from Kratz. So, Kratz, you take it away. Right. I have them scrawled here with charcoal onto ripped out pages of, from books. First one is from Jailbird Johnny. Hey, guys. I'm in a 10-team prison league here. One kicker per team. 
To explain a prison league is a league where you can only draft players who have committed crimes, whether or not they were charged. What kicker do you like? I'll take my answer via relay from Kratz because I got my iPod taken away after I got caught sharpening it into a shiv. That's from Jailbird Johnny. Ten team prison league. Who do you like? Thanks, Jailbird Johnny. Uh, I think who I'd like to go with is Dan Bailey here. He might not be the obvious choice, but if we're talking people who haven't been convicted of crimes, here's a guy who committed aggravated assault against Tony Romo and his back uh, a couple months ago. We covered it on the show. I think he's your number one pick. That's a great choice. Uh, Other than that, uh, you know, uh, the New York Giants kicker, um, though he's not playing right now, he's the baddest you can get. Uh, And... uh, I mean, what who about else? Uh, Sturgis? I mean, that guy is definitely driven while intoxicated. Whether he's been caught or not, I don't know. Okay, now we don't slander people on the show in that way. Although Cody Parkey, he is an, a huge addict, um, and he's a guy that you're going to want. Prater? Prater, DUI. Yeah. I mean, he's convicted. Did hit a 57-yarder a couple weeks ago against the Vikings. Looked very, very sharp, did Prater. Prater's going to pray. Uh, so yeah, those would be my, uh, those would be my top four. I have to relay these to Jailbird Johnny. Let me just scroll them down on my ripped out page from a book with my piece of charcoal. Sure. Well, take your time. Thanks. Tito, can you hang on to this? Great. Hi, Tito. Hello. I don't know if that's appropriate to say hello or not. He's shaking his head. Okay. Next question. You want to read this one? No, Kratz, I don't, I don't have the questions. We sort of covered that, that you have the questions. Oh, that's right. Uh, this one is from Orenthal. He says, hey, what are y'all doing for Thanksgiving? That's from Orenthal. Uh, thanks, Orenthal. Not uh, exactly football-related, uh, but nope. it's a nice thought. There are games on Thanksgiving. Well, Kratz, this is a sensitive one, so we can, we can skip over that. You're incarcerated. We don't need to talk about the holidays. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have the games up on the flat screens, uh, bringing all of uh, our families together. I'm going to have a lot of visitors, and we're going to do a good old-fashioned Thanksgiving. What do you mean you're going to have a lot of visitors? You could probably only have one visitor at a time in the visitor's room, right? Is that how it works? I mean, I watch Orange is the New Black. That's really my only reference. Uh, In the visitor's room, yeah, but we're actually going to convert the playroom into a Thanksgiving room. And... uh, you know, have a big buffet. Everyone's families are going to be there. All my normal Thanksgiving guests are going to be there. You're normal. So all these people, what do you mean? You're going to have like a regular celebration? Are you supposed to be behind bars? I mean, this doesn't make any sense. Technically, we will all be behind bars. So you're going to have a big Thanksgiving celebration. Everybody's going to be there. These are people that you know? Correct. Uh, And some of the guards' families and some of the other hashtags' families and, uh, all the hashtag families. How are you going to cook the turkey? How's that go? Uh, we have a great kitchen here, state of the art. And oh, okay. uh, we'll have two or three cur- turkeys go in. We'll okay. probably deep fry one. And then uh, mm. maybe like brine one and then inject it in lime, ju- with oh, lime juice. Oh, God, you that know? sounds amazing. Yeah, what are you going to be doing? Oh, oh well, uh, I hadn't. Um, I hadn't thought about it. You know, usually I just spend Thanksgiving with Kayla's family. We go to uh, we go to Vermont, and it's this idyllic Thanksgiving. There's usually about 25 people there, three generations of her family. Yeah, why you know. don't you just do that? 
Oh, uh, well, you know, we're, uh, we're not together anymore, Kratz. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, usually we have a, a wonderful Thanksgiving all together. We play football, uh, and then after the meal, the ladies smoke cigars, the men wash the dishes, we do a whiskey tasting... The kids play football with us. You know, we we let them catch, even though we could easily intercept every single pass. I did that one year; it didn't go over well. Uh, and uh, then we watch the sunset against the fall foliage over Lake George and uh, shed a tear if we're lucky. But haven't been able to uh, do that right this year. I mean, listen, been able I, to... I would totally invite you to our Thanksgiving, but my. Uh... My lawyer said it wouldn't be such a good idea on account of how close you are to Amanda and the whole situation. Well, don't don't you represent yourself? Right, but I do know lawyers, and they said that you shouldn't come. Well, I could, but but I mean, just to pitch something, I I wouldn't have to talk about Amanda if I came. I would oh. just sort of keep my mouth shut Thing about is also, it. Also, Kayla and her family are going to be here, and I. I don't know that we want to deal with that. Kayla and her family are coming to the prison Thanksgiving? Yeah. They're she, coming down from Lake Champlain. Is she going to make her sweet potatoes with the marshmallows in them? Oh, man, I hope so. Although Tito says he makes a mean sweet potato, too. Isn't that right, Tito? He's nodding. Okay, uh, so I, I think we've uh, covered. I'll, I'll just, I'll just uh, come up with another plan. I'll probably do the turkey trot and... Go feed the homeless on Skid Row or something. That sounds nice. Let's do one more question. You want to read this one? No, Kratz, you're the only one with the questions for this segment. Right. Uh, This comes from Jailbird Jimmy. Not to be confused with Jailbird Johnny. Yeah. They're each members of the hashtag Jailbirds. Uh, Are there any skinhead kickers asking for a friend? White Power or Jailbird Jimmy? Uh, thanks, Jailbird Jimmy. Uh, are there any skinhead kickers? Well, what comes to mind, uh, Dawson, when he's not wearing his wig, of course. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, Sebastian Janikowski. Sure. Uh, Brian. Matt Bryant. Matt Bryant doesn't have any hair. That's true. Unless you're counting his chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a goatee on that guy. Uh, but yeah, those are the skinhead kickers. Right. Um, they I th- all are part of the Nazi National Party. Oh, I don't think so, Kratz. I think they just uh, they just struggle with baldness. Oh, is that right? But what about when, you know, a couple of those guys, I'll see they have red laces on their boots. That means they've spilled blood for for their cause. Well, yeah, but Kratz, you, I think you must be talking about Phil Dawson, and he has red laces on his boots because the 49ers wear red. Hmm. All right, I'm going to have to pass that along to Jailbird Jimmy. Yes. Not going to take it well. Thanks a lot, Jailbird Jimmy. I really appreciate that question. Okay, that's been Jailbag. Uh, hopefully that's the only time we do that segment, because if it's not, it means I'm still in jail. <laughs> we wouldn't want that. I got a feeling I'm going to be out of here real soon. Okay, what did I say? Everything is being recorded. Right. By David Wayne and the other cast members of the state. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll do an ad, and when we come back, the long-anticipated results... Of the kickoff. Oh, I'm excited to hear that. I can't wait. If you enjoy this podcast, you probably also love cereal. After all, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And our favorite cereal here at JKI, Kix. With just three grams of sugar per serving, 
Kick still has the same flavor and unique texture that has kept it a family favorite for nearly eight decades. Available in traditional, berry-berry, and for a limited time, turkey and stuffing, all varieties of Kicks come with a great taste guarantee. If you're not completely satisfied, spit it out. Kicks. Kid-tested. JKI approved. Welcome back to JKI. For our final segment this week... Uh, what ad did you read? I read uh, uh, for our favorite cereal. Oh, Kicks. Yeah. Uh, kicks. That's a good one. What did we say about you asking? What it's this is going to go it's a lot just smoother. Weird when I'm not there, yeah, but it's, I went to the bathroom. I had Tito hold the phone. You've gone to the bathroom twice during this podcast. Yeah, well, there's nothing to do in jail except for drink. So uh, we're going to cover the thing that everybody wants to know about. We've been leading up to it for a couple of weeks now, and uh, yes, it it has happened. The kickoff. I can't believe I missed it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you you certainly were missed uh, after Kratz was taken off in handcuffs. I took the red eye to Duquesne's University um, outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's pronounced Duquesne. Continue. Uh, you must have some sort of feed. I'm, I'm saying it correctly. It said Duquesne's. Right. Yeah, the phone adds an S. Uh, so let's talk about the kickoff. Um, of course, it was uh, an exciting affair, and I'm, I'm uh, uh, very glad to uh, uh, tell you all uh, I absolutely gave it my all. Uh-huh. Now, uh, fans of the show will know, but if there's some new listeners, this is a competition with another podcast named Just Kicking It, hosted in Duquesne University. Duquesne's. And uh, if... We lost. We would have to change the name of our podcast. That's right. This is from uh, Brian and Josh, the uh, the hosts of the other Just Kicking It, um, and this is for for all the marbles for uh, naming rights. Uh, so I went exciting. down there, and now usually, just so everybody knows, it's usually two on two or one on one, but there's certainly an even number on each side uh, because of our special circumstances. Kratz's shin surgery then and his uh, subsequent incarceration it was just me versus these two guys so I flew uh, to Duquesne's University outside of Pittsburgh we were ready to do uh, the kickoff Uh, Josh and Brian showed up the official that was there that we hired uh, but unfortunately there was a rain delay Uh, yeah and so I didn't sleep the night before and then there was a rain delay uh, the entire day and then I didn't sleep that night and then there was Unfortunately, another rain delay well, uh, the, the second la- day. The last thing you want to do is have a kickoff when it's money out. Oh, my goodness. When, when guys are, are trying to step up to you and break your legs, um, the last thing you want is for them to slip in the process and really hurt themselves. Right. I remember back in season one when we first invented the kickoff, uh, yeah, oh. my old co-host Elliot and I Elliot Owen, a, big time. a feud to settle, and he decided we should do it on a frozen lake. Yeah, and what was his footwear that he chose there? I don't remember. Uh, figure skates. Yeah, that was, oh, that was smart. Yeah, until uh, he slipped. He wasn't used to the little spikes on the front of figure skates. He was used to hockey skates, and sure. one of them caught. Begs yeah, the question, why didn't he go with hockey skates, you know? I know, well, he, you know... You know Elliot. I do know him. He caught the front of his skate and tripped on the way to kicking me, completely whiffed. And then I just walked right up. You know, you have to finish the job. So on my kick, I walked right up and just, you know, sliced sliced his leg wide open. Right. 
Anyway, so, uh, you know, that brings us to the actual day of the kick. Now, it's me, and across from me are Josh and Brian, and they are not that mean-looking. I thought they were going to be kind of scary-looking, but right. they're, they're not very impressive dudes. So I was hey, feeling uh, pretty good. Let me ask you, are yeah. you on a football field? No, no, this was a soccer field because, of course, they chose the field to play. Ugh. So, so already you're, you're depressed. Yeah, and choice of footwear is pretty important, especially because, you know, every guy can choose their own footwear. Brian went with a steel-toed cowboy boot. That's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Josh, well, he went with a pair of Crocs, which I thought I got off easy. But then when I looked closer as he was running toward me like an enraged bison, I noticed that he had adhered uh, about 10 knives to the bottom of each uh. croc, and he intended to kick uh, horsey style. Sure. Which is you turn around, you uh, you show your butt to your opponent, and then you 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 sort of kick like a horse would. Yeah, and with a crock blade, that's really gonna hurt. Yeah. So I was intimidated. What'd you wear? I went with my Tevas. Okay, interesting choice. Well, here was my thinking, and I you know had a couple of days to think about it. I was alone and sleepless for three days in Duquesne University. I wanted to go down comfortable if I was going to go down. And my Tevas, uh, you know, they really make me feel like me. I hear that. So I went out there, and uh, of course... Well, it, it sounds like it had been wet. Uh, you're walking around Pittsburgh, and it's dreary out. You definitely want to be wearing Tevas. Absolutely. Very slick on that field. But we decided on the third day that we should go ahead with it. And let me tell you, Kratz, you know how you hear these tales of... Uh, a mother lifting a car off her infant, right. you know, and and what that that parable is really just when when a man's back is against the wall, right. he can it's do impossible like, things. In the same way that the JKI name was on the line, and it was one on two, and you know, after everything that I've been through, I wanted to reach deep uh, and the give these guys against, yeah. the beating that they deserved, and uh, Sally did not work out that way. I was soundly defeated. What's that? Well, I, I lost pretty badly. Actually, I didn't even uh, didn't even get a chance to kick. Uh, Josh approached me uh, first, and uh, his first kick split my tibia in two. Actually, it split through the back of my calf, stung quite a bit. Yikes! Yeah, the bone came out. Uh, the official uh, ruled me probably not well enough to go on, but I, I shooed him away. Right, because this is uh, Tim Allen rules. Yeah, it's last man standing. I was able to stand on one leg. But then, of course, it was Brian's turn. He comes up with the, uh, the Crocs. He gives me the horse kick. And you know how uh, when you're ice fishing and you hear the ice crack? Uh, yep, I'm very familiar with that. You know the poster of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? where they're lying on the ice looking up at the night sky. Yeah, I have it hanging in my cell. That's great. You see the crack, the ne- the big crack? Well, that's what happened to my right tibia. Can I ask you, did he say, uh, like, uh, you call that a knife? Did anybody make that crock, crock knife joke? I don't know, because I passed out unconscious almost instantly. Boy. So I so was down... Lost. Oh, I lost uh, soundly. And as last man standing, I assume after I blacked out that somebody took a knee. So it was either Brian or Josh who was that last man standing. 
so I, of course, went to uh, the university hospital. I came to about three days later. It was a light coma. Wait, so you lost? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I lost, I lost the kickoff. So we're going to have to change the name of our podcast. Well, there's no question. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to change the name of the podcast. But here's what I'm getting to. Josh and Brian, such gracious dudes. They're giving us about a month to get our affairs in order because they know that we've got Amanda missing. They listen to the podcast every week, just like we listen. Well, we don't listen to them, but they listen to our podcast every week. And uh, they know that we're in dire straits. You're in jail. So they said, hey, take a month, you know, talk to your listeners, see if you can get a contest together, take your time. These guys were so sweet. The first two faces that I saw when I woke up from my, my coma and they're there, they're, they're patting me on the shoulder, they're saying, it's going to be okay, man. Wow, you really took it like a champ. Brian brought me a crock pot full of mulled cider, put it in the corner of my hospital room. What, what is the deal with this guy in crock things? Yeah, he's, uh, he's super into all things crock. Uh, and Josh, uh, he read uh, me Lolita in its entirety by my bedside, sometimes late into the night. Book? Yes, the novel by Nabokov. Um, he read that to me, and uh, those guys, you know, they would sort of massage my quads. Um, I should say, by the way, haven't mentioned it, my legs are completely bandaged and I can't walk at all. Wow. Yeah. I know, I know what that feels like. Yeah, actually, now that you mention it, um, I've been meaning to ask you for the number of that shin surgeon, because the reason I didn't stay with Josh and Brian, who... Um, took such good care of me is uh, I thought that I could get the surgery done here. So could you send me the number of that shin surgeon? Was it like Slimbaugh, uh, Steinbrecht or something? You you want my shin surgeon? Yeah, because you really raved about him and you thought he was the best. You know, So I think I should get my shin surgery done through him. Right. Yeah, Dr. Shin... Yeah, so send me that information whenever you can. But I just want to say, uh, so Josh you, and Brian... So your shins are still... Shattered. Okay. And, and this story doesn't end in them graciously letting us keep the name. Oh, no. Certainly not. So what are we going to do? Well, I think that we're going to reach out to our listeners, and we're going to have to come up with a good name. You that's... couldn't just... What were you thinking wearing Tevas? <laughs> well, Kratz, the thing is... I didn't even get a kick in, so it didn't really matter what why I was wearing. You, why didn't you opt to go first? I guess I could have opted to go you first. You won the coin toss, didn't you? Of course I won the and coin toss, but choice, you know how the you Patriots should. defer? I just thought Steven Gostowski. What would the Divas do? Yeah. I know how much you hate when the sun is in your eyes. You don't need to go into it. Yeah, but it was a rainy day. <sighs> I should have been there. Yeah, you really should have. But instead, Josh and Brian were. And Josh and Brian, if you're listening, I just want to say uh, the way that you took care of me in my hour of need, the way that you guys were there, the way that you brought me food, the way that you gave me love and attention and talked to me, just having someone is something that I haven't experienced in a long, long time. And in this dark time in my life, I just want to thank you both for being a couple of strangers with the humanity and the love inside you to take me into your hearts.
It's been a very hard year. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Did you catch the last part? I think I lost you for a second there. What's the last thing that you heard? Uh, You said something about how it was rainy. Yeah, I think I don't think you missed anything. All right. So basically, these two assholes are going to keep the JKI name, and we have to change. Our yeah, name. the assholes. But yeah, we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to come up with a new name. So listeners, this is your chance. Uh, uh, thousands will enter, few will win. Uh, but please send us your pitches for uh, new "Just Kicking It with Josh and Kratz" uh, title of our podcast uh we will read those entries or the best ones i guess amanda will put excuse me um i will i guess i'll put it together uh and we'll read the best ones uh next week on the air so uh can i just tell you yeah i'm in jail right now mm-hmm. and that's the most disappointing thing i've heard in a month well sorry to let you down kratz uh, perhaps if you were with me uh things would have gone differently but alas you I, are Perhaps if Elliot was still my co-host, I wouldn't be in this situation. Well, uh, uh, agree to disagree. Maybe the wrong person disappeared is what I'm saying. Kratz, don't you think uh, maybe uh, doesn't somebody else want to use the phone? Or Yeah, there's a huge line behind me. Okay, maybe uh, we'll let you go then, Kratz. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, man, from- it's been great hearing from you. Uh, thanks to all the JKI listener support. I've gotten a lot of fan mail in here, and I just want to say I'm going to be out of here real soon. Okay, what did that. I tell you? Don't do that. Don't do that, that buddy. Don't do that to yourself. I'm going to talk over you so that nobody hears it. Do not. It's wheelchair toilets. That's, if you're ever in jail, get a wheelchair toilet. Just Kicking It with Josh and Kratz is executive produced by myself and Brian S. Kratz. The co-executive producer is Mark Kuhnerth. Our sound engineer is Xander Lott. Our diversity intern is Vanessa Munkos. Our production assistant, sorry, our associate producer is or was Amanda Bynes. Thanks to our sponsors, MailKimp, Spraja, and Kicks. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at JKI Podcast. We'll see you next week.